Alright y'all, this is your man L. Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Balance. This is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. Well, it looks like it's official y'all. Kawhi Leonard has decided to take his uh, talents back to his hometown. He will officially be an L.A. Clipper. In order to get this done though, uh, the Clippers needed to do some business on their end and they needed to get one of his partners, one of his road dogs, Paul George, uh, straight out of OKC and they were able to do that. In order to do that, however, uh, they needed to trade their small forward, Danilo Gallinari. They also traded their young guard, Shy Gilgis Alexander, and they also traded multiple uh, draft picks, which ended up being which ended up being five future first round picks. And the, the Thunder also have a chance to switch uh, or to swap picks with the with the Clippers later on down the line uh, when it, when when those draft picks uh, come up. But with that being said, the Clippers have the one-two punch of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, uh, and they are looking, in my opinion, like the most complete team uh, so far. Uh, but a little bit more information about that Kawhi Leonard uh, deal. Of course, they signed him earlier this morning. I can believe uh, I believe it was around one thirty-five Eastern, so really early in the morning. Technically, I would, you know, me personally, I would have technically counted it as night. Was no sun up. The sun was gonna be up for hours. Um, when uh, Chris Carter on first take earlier this week, I think it was Friday, when he said that there wasn't going to be a, a decision made that day, um, I almost want, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be made on Monday. I was thinking like a business, two business days or something like that. Uh, but apparently Kawhi, um, he, I mean, he, he probably just needed a few more hours just to think on it, to mull on it. And you know what? I think this is probably the best decision he's made. Um, of course, I think Toronto would have been a good fit for him as well. Uh, but with, 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 with going to LA, he'll be going to a LA Clippers squad that already, that still has, uh, their shooting guard, Lou Williams. They kept their power forward, Montrez Harrell. And they all, they also kept their, uh, their starting point guard, Patrick Beverly. So this starting five that we're already going to see of uh, Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, probably maybe he even comes off. He still can come off the bench. Uh, you also got Kawhi. Uh, you got uh, Kawhi and Paul George probably playing at the five. Montrez Harrell, Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams coming off the bench. Man, I... It's going to be hard to say again. Um, Lou Williams can be a bench, can be somebody that can come off the bench as a six man. I think he's good enough to start. I looked at his numbers last year. I, look, I saw him play uh, some last year. Um, I just think it's probably just the, the setup and maybe the, the, the members, the, team, the teammates around him. But he looked like he could be a, a, a true starter last year. Uh, so did Montrez Harrell. So um, definitely, I mean, they, I mean, even if these two guys don't start uh, with the rotation that they have now, they're still going to get a lot of burn. They're going to get a a lot of uh, chances, and these guys play really well. I mean, Lou Williams is a great shooter. Um, Montrez Harrell can score really well, uh, especially underneath the basket. He does have some range on him as well, and we already know about Patrick Beverly. He's going to be the starting point guard. We already know what he can do. Uh, he plays really well on both sides of the ball, can defend very well, uh, can score. He's, well, he's not a great scorer, uh, but he's a good ball distributor as well. And he's really smart with the ball. And he has good ball handles. Uh, so uh, he's very comfortable with it. He's, he can pretty much run any offense. Uh, he's a good leader on top of that as well, especially on that, on that defensive end. And I think that's, you know, where I think that's probably what won Kawhi over is the fact that they already have Montrez, Harrell, Lou Williams, uh, Beverly. They already were taking the Warriors, uh, giving the Warriors the, the best that they could, that the best that they could, and taking them to six games and winning the game in, in Oakland. So I think that did a lot to impress um, Kawhi. And you also have to remember that um, when. 
Kawhi originally uh, got into his situation before he even came to Toronto. Uh, he had already asked to be traded to an L.A. team, whether it would have been the Lakers or the Clippers. So he was already, you know, L.A. was already, you know, a top of his priority. Um, again, it was it may not have always been in the clear what team it was going to be. Uh, I'm not I can't say that I'm super surprised about this. Um I will say one thing is it's one thing to to guess about games and to try to debate that and, and guess on that. I don't think I can really. I don't think I'm good at guessing free agency. I think I'll leave that to to whatever experts or whatever experts claim that they are out there. But uh, it's too much. It's too much for me. You know. Uh, getting that right because I, I i you know for the most part i didn't think that la it's not like i didn't think la had a chance or anything like that i just thought that uh toronto just had the best chance and they already had things in place um in which they did we're not gonna i'm not gonna take anything away from toronto um and they had they, you know they had a really good environment uh conducive to winning uh, especially at this moment in time uh but i guess it's just you just go you know you just got to go where your heart you know it's telling you and where you feel comfortable uh, i'm not mad at Kawhi. i'm not um, you know, anything about them, I'm a little bit, you know, a little bit surprised. Um, you also got other people saying, you know, this is going to change the NBA, this save the NBA. Um, look, you know, we already know these guys, you know, had already been talking about, you know, joining the forces together. Uh, Kawhi had already been known, had already made it be known last year that he wanted his, his heart truly lied in LA. So this is not new. Uh, does it save the NBA in some type of way? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I think the whole point was to see a little bit of new blood, um, of every year, you know, we got a chance to see Golden State have its run. Uh, we also got to see Cleveland win a title or two. Um, do I? I mean, if anything, um, it, it's it's another it's potentially another dynasty. So we go from one dynasty in Golden State uh, to uh, we had you know a minor dynasty with San Antonio, those guys and the Lakers. Uh, they won a couple titles in the in the, in the you know the, the 2010s or whatever. Then you had the Warriors close it out. Uh, that was your that was your you know your longest running dynasty of the 2010s, I believe. And then you also, now you got, you know, the Clippers who could potentially be a dynasty. For, so as far as dynasties go, as far as, uh, you know, just teams and, 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 and guys coming together, I don't think you've seen the end of that. Uh, you have not seen the end of the super team era. This is kind of like a super team um, in a way. You know, it's just not three guys. It's just two guys and, you know, a start. Uh, well, uh, it's two guys and role players that's, that's already shown uh, what they can do and they've shown what they can do at a high level and they've overperformed so um it's so it's not it's not your typical super team but at the same time you know i don't think anything is different i think the, the clippers have a, a as have as just as good as a chance to have a dynasty as any of the other teams we've seen come up in the past few years so is it that much different no is it going to be uh is it something that saved the league or to save basketball i cannot say that but will it be exciting yes uh, i think it's going to be exciting to see what Kawhi is going to be able to do uh in a situation where i just feel uh and and, and the more you the more i think about it um you know, even though I like Toronto and what they had to offer, and yes, they won a title there. On paper, um, this 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 team here definitely beats Toronto's. You know, at least on paper, and looks a lot better. So, um, you know, there you go. You know, and and again, he's he's going back to his hometown. One with one of his you know uh, buddies. Of course, it's not like they live together in the same you know area per se. Him and, and PG, but you know they they um, they both. We're from Southern California, I believe. Um, P 
PG. I want to say, I know Kawhi is from Riverside, uh, PG, uh, one of those Southern California towns, but they're, they're all, you know, it's all in the vicinity of LA and that's probably where, you know, they spend a lot of their time at. Uh, they probably grew up watching the Lakers at some point in time. Uh, they, been, they, they more than likely been to Clippers games or Laker games, depending on, you know, whatever fan of whatever team they are of, but I'm pretty sure they've been to LA games. They've been in the LA environment. So, um, to me, I mean, I, if I was, you know, one of the best players in the world who had the abilities, you know, their type of abilities, I'd want to play for my hometown team, too, or the team that I grew up rooting for as well. So um, this has got to be a dream come true for those guys. I'm really not down on it. Um, I really I'm looking at it for the positive. I'm not going to I'm not going to overstate it and say, oh, my God, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's the greatest team ever. And, and it saved the NBA, because, again, I think the NBA was in a positive step. Um, I think the viewership did there. And it was uh, this is another fact, too. The viewership did go down with LeBron not being there in the playoffs. Uh but I I don't think it, that's that's all that that that's the only fact that had that well that led to uh the, the the ratings of the playoffs being down this year I think it was a little bit more to it than that I think uh, front offices not you know playing uh, not uh discussing injuries right and you know kind of holding things away from the fans and all that I think that led to a lot of the, the down viewerships too uh and, it, and you know and and it kind of got predictable after you saw Golden State get past Houston you kind of thought oh man you know they're probably gonna just sweep through whoever but um there might have been some Golden State fatigue but uh for the most part I thought these were competitive playoffs uh I don't think you know that I don't think Kawhi going uh, going to the Clippers changes uh, the greatness we've been having in the league lately. I don't really think that, um, but I think it's a good move. Again, it's exciting. Uh, the Clippers for the first time ever are going to be uh, are going to be an exciting team. They're going to be uh, possibly uh, the top team in the Lakers. Of course, you got you got to remember that Lakers Clippers rivalry is finally. Um, I think it's finally uh, prevalent. It's finally there. You've seen over the years the Clippers kind of uh, getting better. They've had their playoff runs. They had the uh, Chris Paul. They had the the, the uh, sorry uh, the Griffin era, and also the DeAndre Jordan. They had Lob City. They had all that. So they had the playoff runs. Uh, so they've gotten they've gotten their popularity up. They just haven't been able to turn that corner and officially win anything. That's the biggest thing. It's it's one thing to have uh, playoff appearances, um, especially after a while, after years of not being to the playoffs. It's, it's one thing to, to show up in the playoffs. Believe me, coming from a Portland fan, um, you know it, it took us 17 years or to almost 20 years uh, to get to a Western Conference Finals. Uh, and and with the if some one of the improvements we made last year, and and just with the Warriors going down, and, and just all that the open the wide openness that's in the West, it would as a, as a Portland fan, it would be a little bit disheartening for us to finish a little bit lower in the rankings. So I I, I definitely see LA. Um, I definitely respect the Clippers uh, for making that move, making those moves. They they saw that there was an opportunity. The Warriors are going to be pretty much incapacitated for half a year, depending on how long uh, Clay is out. You're going to have to be. Sm- let's not be naive here. Uh, so the, the Warriors going to be down for a while. Um, you know, you already. Can pretty much kind of tell uh, now that now that Paul George is gone, the Thunder are going to take a step back. I'm not 100% sure about what happens with Houston, but I'm not I'm not buying into that Kool Aid. I think they're going to take a step back as well. So you definitely have to look at uh, the Clippers as a as a as almost a clear cut favorite. I like Portland as well, and I'm not being a homer. Uh, Portland made some pretty good moves too. They 
they retained the people that really truly helped them last year um and they got some pieces that could help them out some more in different facets so you're looking at a team like portland looking a little bit better next year uh you also got utah they did the kind of the same thing they let go of people that they really didn't need uh they retained the people that actually you know worked for them uh they added like i said mike conley he's definitely gonna help out especially being paired next to donovan mitchell uh look out for that backcourt um you know you have too much going on in the west so i'd be if i'm a golden state fan or a laker fan uh i'd be a little uh naive to just say oh we have this we have this in the bag uh i was sitting there watching all type of laker fans going oh well and not even just the laker fans uh just the pundits and the, the so-called experts saying yeah Kawhi is gonna definitely go to la and la this and la that even before it was official that I, Kyrie was gonna go there everybody was saying well uh the Lakers have the best duo. The Lakers have this and all that. We'll see. Uh, the Lakers, again, uh, we're going to talk about them in just a second because they did make some moves as well. You know, they were under the radar because of Kawhi's big move today, but they made some moves as well. So let's just get right into those two just to kind of segue into that. Um, the Lakers, they did make a kind of a big move. Uh, they ended up signing their big man, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, to a one-year, $3.5 million contract. Uh, of course, he is still rehabbing his Achilles injury. So there you go. The Lakers were able to do something, uh, you know, but they kind of waited a little bit too long in terms of the free agency process. And, of course, uh, they really weren't able to get anybody outside of, you know, their current, well, outside of AD, at least in terms of, you know, big brand-name players. But they did get. DeMarcus Cousins. Um, now, I wouldn't sleep on him too much because, you know, he was rehabbing last year and it was a down year, but he still averaged double digits in points, almost a triple double. Uh, sorry, a double double. He had 16 points last year and also eight rebounds in about 30 games. Uh, so he did get some playing time. Uh, he left a lot to be desired in terms of what he did in the playoffs. Um, but again, he did come around. He looks like he can, you know, give him some, I say give him another offseason uh, to get back in shape, get back in basketball shape. Uh, he should be all right. Uh, he can actually be, you know, one of those steals, you know, for $3.5 million, uh, come around and average a double-double, almost a triple-double a year next to another big man. You know, anything could happen because, again, don't don't sleep on him. He is a four-time All-Star between 2015, uh, 20, 2015 and also 2018. So he's definitely a high-caliber player. He's also a two-time All-NBA second team selection. So, again, the Lakers, of course, they did not make you know, the biggest splash. Of course, they were hoping uh, for Kawhi. That was their biggest goal. Uh, they did not get him. Uh, but they were able to get DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, they got a valuable big man uh, who, if he can turn around, turn the season around and get a, get healthy, uh, he can actually turn. I mean, uh, this is not a bad pickup either. It's just, you know, DeMarcus didn't play that well in the playoffs. So it looks kind of uh, iffy. And then, of course, he's not 100% healthy. But I think if you give him a chance to get healthy, I think next year, you're looking at it. I mean, the Lakers, I mean, in my opinion, this was still a good move. And, and, and mind you, they got him and Anthony Davis. So they're going to be tricky to, 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 to game plan for, too. Like I said, especially if DeMarcus Cousins is able to turn around and get healthy. And they also were able to sign, uh, I'm sorry, shooting guard Danny Green from the Toronto Raptors as well. So uh, Kawhi's a running mate. And he averages about 10 games. Uh, 10 points a game as well so you got like, another capable score another double digit uh, score somebody with some playoff experience he also has an all nba team selection so the lakers i mean they did not get the big stars that they wanted uh but again 
they, you know, they were able to make some moves. They made some smart moves. They made moves that, in my opinion, still made sense for them. Uh, they shouldn't, you know, hurt them in the long run. They also made sure to re-sign some of their uh, key players from last year, Rondo. They also signed KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Uh, they also signed JaVale McKee to another two-year contract for about $16 million. So they have him him there for some big man insurance. Um, and they got Alex Caruso, one of their uh, prominent scorers when LeBron was going down. And it was near the end of the year. So, uh they got some. They got some guys that, that really worked well for them last year, and I do like these these offseason pickups, these free agent pickups. Believe me, uh, Demarcus Cousins did not have uh, the best time in the playoffs this year, but I think he turns that around. And again, uh, Danny Green provides a lot of expert, a lot of a lot of uh, energy, experience coming off that bench. He can shoot pretty well as, as well, pretty good as well. So the Lakers, of course, of, of course, they did not. You know, they're not the big winners like the Clippers are. Congratulations to them. Uh, but you know what? They did not make too many. They did not make too many bad decisions either. So they're looking all right. And uh, that rivalry between the Clippers and the Lakers again. I'm gonna come back to it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be important. And uh, it might mean something this year. Who knows? The Battle of LA might be a first, a first or second seed in the playoffs. I, you, you know, look out for that as well. And uh, before I let you guys go, another big question I want to think about is uh, what's up? What's gonna happen with? Uh, your boy Russell Westbrook. This is his second teammate in in these three or four years. That's you know bailed on him. What does that say for him? What does that say for his you know uh, his his um his legend or you know what does that say about his career? You know, is it a negative for you guys? Is it not? Um, I don't. I'm not gonna say it's a knock on him, but definitely it's a knock on that organization not putting enough pieces around him and whatever piece, uh, whatever top piece they are able to get. So uh, there's a lot that needs to. There's a lot that OKC needs to work work through. Um, I heard through the grapevine uh, that that Russell Westbrook may even be asking for a trade at some point his damn self, uh, maybe possibly trying to go to the Lakers. So I don't. I, and there's again his contract is a little bit crazy. I don't know how well that works. Again, I just heard it through the grapevine, uh, you know, through one of those little so-called, you know, one of them ESPN experts. They saying it, it's possible uh, he might want to, but we we don't know. It, you know, um, I can see him. I can see why he would want to, uh, mind you. And I don't give him. I I probably wouldn't even be mad at him either. But again, just throwing that out there. Again, he's on his own again. Um, again, next year he'll have Shy Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari. That's not going to be enough. Let's just be honest with you right now. So he'll be on his own. Again. Again, uh, will he be able to put up a triple double if he's by himself? I don't know. Um, you know, that's going to be again, he's going to be and it just speaks to, you know, him and, and what he's been through. Uh, he does all that work for that organization. They can't keep another star player around him. Uh, I don't want to say it's him. I, I, I still want to, uh, you know. I don't want to turn on, turn my back on him because he's a player. He's the guy out there risking his body every day. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to, you know call out OKC. Um, they got to be doing something to bring in, bring in some talent there, to bring in somebody who's going to help. And that's going to want to be there and going to want to stay. Uh, if not, he's going to be a miserable guy. And I know he wants to be loyal. Uh, he did sign that large contract there. He talked about a, uh, being loyal there when he won his MVP and wanting to stay there. Uh, but things like this, I can just imagine making it very hard. And uh, I, if anybody lost, if there's any loser right now, it's it's definitely Russell Westbrook, y'all. Unfortunately, it's definitely Russell Westbrook. All right, y'all. So I'm going to call it a wrap for tonight. I just wanted to break down uh, the big news from today and actually this morning. Uh, that I 
couldn't get a chance to talk about it during the day, of course, because I am at work. Uh, but I did get a chance to break it down with you guys, tell you guys how I feel about it. I will be back tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow, uh, and starting tomorrow, we will, I will be doing more, um, more uh, consolidated episodes, making them more either sports or news-centric. So I'm not going to spread you guys out with a whole lot of different information. Uh, but I will be giving you guys, in, I'll be going in-depth with you guys on, on you know, a few different topics a night. Not a whole lot of topics. But uh, whatever topics we do talk about, we'll be going pretty in depth with them. Uh, so tomorrow we'll just be doing a, a MLB update. So I'll be going over the scores from Sunday. I also well, tomorrow, and I'll also be going over the standings as well. I also have a team profile. Uh, I'll be going over uh, the Atlanta Braves. is one of the teams that I uh, pretty much had in high esteem going into going into the going into the baseball season. So we want I wanted to talk a little bit about those guys and how they got uh, to the point where they're at right now, which is at the the top of their division and that's where I pretty much picked, pegged them to be so I want to talk a little bit about them as well and uh, that's pretty much where, we go, where we're going uh, for Sunday for tomorrow night uh, Monday I will be trying to hit you guys up with a word on the street segment so we'll be going in on the news getting you guys up to date on that and I am working on another review I'm working on a hangover review I just watched it over again uh, for the second time in a row uh, just going over some more pieces of it just getting getting a better idea about what I might want to say tomorrow night or uh, when I do record that so that is on tap as well uh, if anybody hasn't told you yet I love you uh, peace out one love and uh, I'll holla at y'all tomorrow night all right now